0: listening to Inside Mental Health, a Psych Central podcast where experts share experiences and the latest thinking on mental health and psychology. Here's your host, Gabe Howard. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Inside Mental Health, a Psych Central podcast. My name is Gabe Howard, and I'm your host. I also want to thank our sponsor, BetterHelp. One a week free? Just head over to betterhelp.com slash psychcentral. And calling into the show today, we have Stephanie Stahl. Ms. Stahl is a national board-certified psychologist and best-selling author. She is one of the most popular and well-known psychotherapies in her home country of Germany and has sold over 2 million copies of her book, The Child and You, The Breakthrough Method for Bringing Out Your Authentic Self. Ms. Stahl, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Gabe. Thank you very much (laughs) for having
0: me. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so, so much for being here. Why do you
1: call me a Stephanie? It's definitely something formal. I never know Americans call me <laughs> or star in Germany as a former, but the Americans are usually so old. No, um,
0: many, many Americans are, I, I like to do some decorum on the show just to be polite, but no, I, I, I love calling people by their first names. So yeah, is as, uh, as long as you're okay with it, I'm, I'm more than okay with it.
1: I'm very okay with it. <laughs>
0: You know, one of my favorite quotes is that it's never too late to have a happy childhood. Admittedly, I'm not quite sure what that means, but it speaks to me on a level I can't explain. Now, today, you're going to help us understand the concept of inner children. So let's start all the way at the beginning. How did you get the idea for the book, The Child and You? Well,
1: one day, a kind of mine, his name was Michael, came to me. Is a request to do something very down-to-earth, pragmatic, and hands-on. So I heard myself say, okay, let's take a piece of paper and draw a silhouette of a little child on it. Next, I asked Michael to write on the left and right on the head of the child's mom and dad. Then I asked him, please look back and reflect on how your parents treated you when you were little. Were they loving, understanding, empathetic, and caring, or rather a bit overwhelmed and stressed out? And write down in bullet points, how they behave towards you. And then I asked him to get in touch with his feelings, which deep-rooted convictions he has developed because of how his parents acted. And he said spontaneously, I'm not enough. I'm a burden. So I told him to write these beliefs into the chest region of his own child's hair. And in the next step, I wanted to know how he feels when he thinks this way about himself. And he said, hurt and angry. And he said these feelings were very familiar to him. So I advised him to write these feelings down into the belly area of the society. And in the next step, I wanted to know what he had been doing to compensate for these unpleasant feelings. And he spontaneously uttered, I try to be perfect and to meet everybody's expectations. And I need to stay on top of things. I'm striving for control all the time. I always have to be i and very attentive that nobody gets a chance to hurt and criticize me. But if I feel criticized or overlooked, I flip out and have a really hard time to control my temper. So in a nutshell, Michael makes huge efforts to not be rejected by other people. He lives his life on the defensive. The need, instead of setting positive goals and pursuing them, his primary focus and actions are set to prevent others from criticizing him. I asked Michael to write these behaviors of his at the bottom of the sheet next to the legs of his child. And I call these behavioral strategies the self-protection strategy. So my approach to the inner child is not only feelings as It used to be, but, you know, belief systems, feelings, and the self-protection strategy. And Michael was really amazed about the summary in the form of simple picture. And then I started to extend this model to the inner adult and to the sunshine.
0: That is really awesome. You write about the child inside us. Can you explain this concept in a little more detail? The inner child actually is a metaphor that stands for the childhood interest that we all see
1: during our upbringing. What you have to know is when we are born, our brain is only 25% developed. The emotional spectrum is not yet available either. The newborn can only distinguish between pleasure and discomfort. And all higher brain functions such as a differentiated emotional life or complex thinking processes develop through the interaction with our environment. And that is why our parents have a huge impact on how our brain will develop. And through our parents, we learn how much we are worth being cared for and what we need to do to be loved. And carry these imprints in the form of psychological patterns unconsciously into our adult life. That is actually what the inner child needs to be. And one can say these imprints in our brain serve as a lens. to look through to see the world. It all boils down to our self-esteem and self-worth. And in my approach, I distinguish between the shadow child, who stands for personal injury, birth, flight and the things that didn't go so well with our parents overall. And some child embodies our healthy and strong inner part. The inner adult represents our clear thinking and rational mind. So with these three entities, Cattle child, sun child, and the in our you can solve almost any problem. So I would like to come back to Michael how his cattle child evolved. Michael's parents had a bakery to manage along with four children. So they couldn't give little Michael the intention care he needed. And like any little child, Michael didn't understand that his parents were completely overwhelmed, but thought themselves, I'm a burden, I'm not important. And that is how beliefs come about. Just like anyone else, Michael carries his childhood imprints over into adulthood. And this old wound, his shadow child, can be very easily triggered whenever Michael gets the feeling that somebody doesn't take him seriously and is overlooking him. But the problem is that Michael is not aware of the connection between his parents, his shadow child, and his current feelings and behavior. So if he wanted to escape from his program, he needed to familiarize himself with his shadow child he would have to understand that his negative beliefs actually don't belong to him, but to his parents. If his parents wouldn't have been too overburdened and have treated him more appropriately, he would have developed different beliefs. It's really that simple. All Michael has to do now is to be very aware in daily life whenever he starts channeling his shadow child. When he starts feeling hurt and angry, he should be immediately warned, shadow child alarm. And then he can switch to the adult cell and he figuratively takes the steps to next, neck, to himself and looks at himself from the outside. And that is the nature of self-reflection. And from there, he can clearly see. And in this way, he could prevent his outburst and act in a more appropriate way. So, catch yourself and switch is really, um, I know from so many people that they almost, you know, cure themselves only with this method.
0: And we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know managing my mental health and a busy recording schedule seemed impossible until I found BetterHelp Online Therapy. They can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. Just visit BetterHelp.com slash to save 10% and get a week free. That's BetterHelp.com slash Join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health.
1: Hey everyone, my name is Rachel Starr Withers and I live with schizophrenia. I'm also the host of Inside Schizophrenia, a podcast that dives deep into all things schizophrenia, featuring personal experiences and experts to help you better understand and navigate schizophrenia. Inside Schizophrenia is a Psych Central and Healthline Media podcast, and we're available right now on your favorite podcast player. Check us out.
0: And we're back discussing the concept of the inner child with author Stephanie Stahl. What can parents do to prevent from passing along their shadow child onto their children?
1: Well, the right way is that you meet your. Child's need for love, care, protection on the one hand, and to give them enough space and support to develop a healthy coming on the other hand. And for this, it is very, very important that you're aware of your own childhood imprint. When you're raised by neglecting or and loveless parents, there are three possibilities. The first one is you act the same way as your parents. The second is you might overcompensate your own childhood experience. By uh, overprotecting and indulging your child much, and the third way, and that is what I propose, you reflect on your own experiences and do it the right way. So it's very important that you reflect what uh, you have received from your parents and where your shortcomings may be, or like your challenges as a as a parent. But Most importantly is that you need your child's need for attachment and love and the need for autonomy and control. And that means that you have a feeling that you can exercise a certain impact on your relationship because autonomy and control, that is very, very important because then you give a child the feeling that can exercise a certain impact on his relationships, and it's not only at the mercy of the parents or other people later in life. And it's important that they get the message that they are allowed to feel their feelings and to have an own will. Which doesn't mean that the parent always fits in or don't help their children to regulate their feelings in an appropriate way. But if parents are able to accompany their children. Feel and master their feelings for children, establish an inner feeling of authenticity, which is most important to become a healthy adult, and that is capable of work, love, and to enjoy his life. This is the definition of mental health. If you deliver to your child the message, you are okay and lovable as you are, although you make sometimes mistakes and behave inappropriately, that leads to the most important self-expression. And people who are generally like themselves, as they are, are well able to adapt to other people and build up trust and to determine their own way in life. And I think that is the most important gift that we can give to your
0: children. Stephanie, many people have heard of the concept of the inner child, but what exactly does that mean? What are the practical implications of that?
1: The sun child and the shadow child, both are metaphors for the mental patterns that we carry within us. And as I said, the shadow child encompasses our negative beliefs and associated feelings, whereas the sun child embodies our positive influences and beliefs. But most importantly, the sunshine also stands for all the impact that we have in our adult lives. So we are no longer at the mercy of our caregivers and can shape new beliefs, new attitudes, and new behavior. Because as adults, we have a choice. Michael might has created some distance now with the age of his adults. And the technique of catching and switching helps him become more aware of his present reality, but break right away from identifying with his shadow child, however, he needs an appropriate self-image with which he can identify, and better what the sunshine is, and to develop the sunshine, Michael first needs to shape new beliefs that are appropriate to his current reality, and that detox his negative beliefs. So he could replace his old beliefs on, I'm, I'm a burden and I'm not enough, not enough into, for example, I'm welcome and I'm enough. But it is very important that the new beliefs get the approval of his inner adult. So the new beliefs need to be accepted inwardly, need to be effective.
0: Stephanie, in a few words, what is the secret to a good relationship?
1: Well, the secret of a good relationship is that the partners are quite able to balance their needs for attachment on the one hand side and autonomy and control on the other hand. For attachment, i.e. for building up healthy relations to other people, you have to have a certain set of skills which contains the ability to adapt to other people. To adapt, you need to listen to others, to exercise empathy. Otherwise, you don't understand the feeling of others. And further on, you need to be able to compromise sometimes and to put yourself into the second row. And you must be able to trust somebody. Without trust, you can't establish a close and sustainable relationship. For autonomy on the other side, you need a very different skill set. First, you have to have good contact to your feelings and wishes because your feelings and wishes uh, define the goals to set for yourself. And to attain your goal, you need to develop a kind of stand-up for your wishes, to discuss and fight verbally or, in worst case, even physically, to set your personal boundaries. And you need to be capable to separate from a person that signs your autonomy. So these skill sets for attachment and autonomy are almost mutually exclusive, but you have to develop a good balance between them that you have always in the situation of choice what you can do. So people who are in a good balance between attachment and autonomy can do both. They can adapt to other people and they can assert themselves. And that is the breeding ground for good relationships to flourish.
0: What role does our inner children play in creating and improving relationships? And what advice would you have for our listeners?
1: They reflect themselves on the personal matrix, i.e. on the shadow child. As I already mentioned, the shadow child doesn't only put a strain on ourselves, but also on our relations. And the more power it can exercise over people, the more damage it can bring to other people. And that is why I say the self-reflection is so so very much important also for our relationships relations all over, not only love relations or romantic relationships, but also to our work relations, to relations to, to our parents, children, neighbors, and everybody. That is the message for this inner child, really, to find out your authentic self and to give yourself the allowance to be who you are under the condition that you are not perfect.
0: Stephanie, what is one tip that you can give our listeners to improve their lives and live with more vitality?
1: Enjoy your life. There are so many people who literally think into their duties and responsibilities, and they hardly ever give themselves the allowance to dive into pleasure and time. So I'm not much of a workaholic, and I do enjoy life as much as possible. And I'm convinced that we only have this one life and we shouldn't waste it in overexerting ourselves in the pursuit of famous success. We have this close connection between our inside mental state and our perception of the outside world. she'll claim it as his or her personal duty to take care for good life that makes you not only a happier person but also a better person.
0: Stephanie, thank you so much. Where can folks find you and your book?
1: Bookstores and any online um, bookshop, and I have a website for the US that is Stephanie Style in one word, Style with S-T-A-H-L, StephanieStyle dot com, and Stephanie with S, not with (laughs) T-H. Did you like it,
0: Gabe? Yes, very much so. And I love the book. I love the concept of inner child. You know, children, they're happy. I I mean, not 100%, of course, there's no absolutes, but you know, they they play with kids because they're next door. They look for reasons to play, whereas we look for reasons not to engage. And uh, we judge people by what we don't have in common and children judge people by what they do have in common. And I... I often think about just how simpler life was when I was younger, and i it's an interesting field of consideration and study, and it, it sort of ties into both psychology and philosophy in some ways. So it's, it's just, it's very cool. Yeah,
1: thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being here and helping us understand our inner child. And to all of our listeners, we literally can't do the show without you. Wherever you downloaded this podcast, please subscribe. Please rate, rank, and review. Write a review. Tell other people why they should listen as well. My name is Gabe Howard, and I am the author of Mental Illness Is as an Asshole, as well as a nationally recognized public speaker. I mean, hey, can you imagine having me at your next event? You can grab the book on Amazon.com, or you can get a signed copy directly from me, and even for less money, over at GabeHoward.com. We'll see everybody next Thursday. You've been listening to Inside Mental Health, a Psych Central podcast from Healthline Media. Have a topic or guest suggestion? Email us at show at psychcentral.com. Previous episodes can be found at psychcentral.com slash show or on your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening.